wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the bong while Scotty's talking Way too long, got time to smoke one more Taking the message to the people now Keep smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down Wake and bake, man. Come on, get up, get high. What's up? Start your week, bitches. That's right, man. Would you just call me a bitch, man? That is the way to start. Yeah, that's the way to start the week. Call me a bitch. That ain't gonna motivate me, man. Call me a broham. Call me Brocephus, man. <laughs> What's going Wake on, bake brother? Five two five. It is Monday. I, I don't have a case of the Mondays, but I'm running just a little slow today. A little slow. Oh yeah. So oh, I had to yeah. finish my wife's wine last night. And wine just f's with me in the the next day. That's my that's my you know you have your issues drinking and if you drink a few beers it can fuck with you. Sure. Like well, I don't like wine the next day, man. No bueno. Yeah, me and Guru were talking about it. I'm starting to wonder if I'm allergic to alcohol. And I was like, is that a thing, man? And I really it, think so. And I mean, especially if you might be allergic to wheat too. Yeah, it could definitely be possible that you're allergic to alcohol. Dude, wheat's not an all beer though. No, no, not not an not an all beer or I mean, but there are grain alcohols that are made from wheat too. So oh, well, do let's do experiment that. on Scotty. <laughs> Hang out this, and then we'll just rub different just types do, of alcohol on him and see if he gets well, a skin four rash. shots of tequila. Let's hey. See how you feel next day. Maybe you're good to go. <laughs> I will tell you though, I'll relate this to cannabis, man. I actually found a news story. There's some news stories going around about people being allergic to cannabis, and I was like, nah. I mean, we met a guy. Yeah, we got it Shane, Shane from Radical Bags the other yeah, day is, is allergic. Sure, but I'm sorry. This was a different. That that true. Yeah, definitely. But what I'm thinking, it was a stomach ailment that they get, man. And it's something like instead of for me, <laughs> cannabis is a great medicine because it it helps my stomach aches. Um, man, this was the opposite. As soon as they smoke chronic cannabis users are having like chronic stomach aches. They're going to the emergency room and they're not associated with cannabis. I'll get into it in the news, but it's a trip, man. This is just bad press, man. I kind of I kind of think I know what you're talking about. And I think it was just like bad, bad press. press. Yeah, yeah, it's probably like one in a million people it happens to or something like that. But fuck it. We'll play around with it, man. If it's bad press, we'll uh, debunk it right on the air. Well, By the way, well, there's a lot of bad press these days, man. Holy shit. I read these before. articles. It's, it's fucking scary how uh, none of them are real. Almost all of them are just <laughs> bought by somebody. Opinion pieces. Yeah, you just get your news off Facebook. You're good to go. <laughs> all <laughs> yeah. right. So. Before we get to executive producer, just a friendly reminder, guys, gardeningu.com. That's gardening, the letter U.com. Yep. Get your damn burn pack, man. Two packs of DGC rolling papers, DGC member one blown in Colorado at Mountainside Glass, and uh, help support the show, man. So check that out over there, Guardian U. Also, some membership options if you want to buy out a membership, like at the year at the year rate. Yeah. I think maybe even half year where you can buy a membership through that site instead of going to dudegrows.com. Hell yeah. You know what Banner just did was remember those really nice hats we got, the uh, Radical Bag hats from a couple days yeah. ago? Yeah. And those things are fucking beautiful. So I put them up as a, a little bonus. I think we got 10 or 12 of those uh, in, in the uh, year members kit, the, the one year members kit. Uh, they're in there, man. So you get them, for, you get it for free when you get the kit. So hop on and do it, man. Little, little and, motivation yeah. to support the show. You're not joking. Those are definitely, I'm like, dude, you're going to go broke with your hat promo here. That like is, that, that is ridiculous. That hat's no, I mean, th- they're awesome. Grassroots hats. 
Like they're those, they're really cool hats. Yeah, they're beautiful. I mean, I've never seen anything that's embroidered everywhere, inside, <laughs> outside, on the rim. <laughs> You're so high, and I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so not awesome, good for man. me though. I haven't joined the uh, flat bill revolution because that's just I don't like to jump on the bandwagon so quick. You know, I just can't pull it off. I've tried, man. Can't Dude, pull it dude's off. Dude's a trucker hat type of guy. Yeah, I can pull off a trucker hat occasionally, man. I'm gonna get the trucker hat campaign going, guys. Mesh back, yeah. <laughs> I look back to the show. I Start wearing a hat, man. All right. Executive <laughs> producer, man. Michigan Matt, guys. Yes. Michigan Matt's coming on today. Follow Prohibition Report in Michigan. Uh, Let us know um, what's up. Really, he's, he's, he's breaking it down, man. He's a guy I like how, I, I like talking with him because he's breaking down the info, but he will also – he's not talking at you. He'll also stop and engage. You know what I mean? I do. So uh, good conversation coming up here in a little bit. And we'll get the uh, report. And thanks, Michigan Matt, for for hanging. We'll get you back on. Love it, man. I love it. Executive producer 525. Yeah, they're all rolling. Speeding up, brother. 350. Hey, man. What's going on? What's up? We were just bullshitting a little bit before. It doesn't have too much to do with cannabis, but Guru was just playing some songs. We we jam out the music in in the studio, and it's it's a a real joy, man. Oh, when I'm not there, that's how it rolls. I got you. So when I'm in the man. studio, I just keep asking for music to be played. But what do anyway, you mean? Go ahead. we're always playing good music, man. But anyway, we're just <laughs> laughing about it. how how it used to be fairly difficult to get good music. To get good music back in the day before online, you needed to know somebody that played it for you, and then you'd have to go, well, "What is that?" And you write it down. You go to the record store and buy it. So this crazy. is before internet. Just before, like, remember when when Napster hit? I remember when Napster hit. And somebody Napster was like, "Napster was dope." Yeah, yeah that was. Hey, I loved it. Yeah, just go to Napster.com and you can get any song from any artist ever that you want. And you're like, what? Every now and again, you get a virus, but it's cool. <laughs> you know, but I just remember it being it's like t- AIDS for your computer, but good job. <laughs> totally different though, man, where I was like, holy shit. Now all I got to do is know about a song, hear it, you know, it's social media. That's probably or no, like the, shit the, the new Google pixel phones, right? Or like the new two, it tells you all the time on the home screen, the song that's playing in the background around you. It tells you what you want to hear. <laughs> I, mean, I just thought no, it's just reminiscent, man. It's Spotify these days just lets you it has a discover tab where if you listen to that, it's just plays new music all the it's, time. It's mu- great. Music has totally, you know, changed so much. And it's so weird because rock and roll died. All that happened with it, with all the, with all this innovation is rock and roll died or <laughs> it's limping along. Anyhow, it's a 75 year old person. But anyway, that's, that's, that's my reminiscence about the good old days. <laughs> it used to be fun though. I mean, when you got to go, I do remember, I won't ever forget, you know, the smell of like opening up the CD sure. and like the, the book in there. Some some bands would go all out and have a killer like art book and all the tracks and lyrics and like, yeah. you know, other bands wouldn't wouldn't give a shit. Or blazing out uh, the record store. A lot of times the record store had a little uh, a, a little section where you could buy dugouts, like a little mini head shop shelf, you know, <laughs> and uh, you'd go out and you blaze, get your friends, you blaze out, go to the record store, the CD store. I won't date myself so badly and just fucking hang out, man. And uh, yeah, get high. Check out music. It was a good time. Thank God CDs are dead, man. What a bad idea. Here's a little disc that you just mistreated at all. It's yeah. screwed. Yeah, you have to buy several times if you really like. One scratch and you're done. That was so dumb. <sighs> the 80s, bro. Anyway, that was the 90s too. So you were more tapes, man. You're the tape guy. Yeah, uh, that's right, man. You can't fuck them up. Vinyl's the, only, vinyl's the only real way to go. Oh, there goes Guru with vinyl, man. Now. I won't even say it. I was going to say it. Hey, man, do you remember a couple of days ago, I was bullshit, we were bullshitting about uh, using cannabis and recreationally and medically and how it really is like a fuzzy line between them? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, in a little bit. It was. From that, the, I'm not going to say it's all the same. I explained myself, but go ahead. It was from that Steve D'Angelo book, and I was listening to it. And I was trying to. I don't think I did a very good job of representing his point. That guy does a, a pretty good. He's, he's a pretty good talker. Do you mind if I just play? It's like a one minute clip, and then just kind of listen to all the shit that he says, man. Because you know he owns dispensaries out there, man. So he talks to a lot of people, and kind of he tells you about the what, what people have to say about medicinal cannabis. You mind if I play it? As long as it's done by a fabulous narrator. This guy almost tried speeding it up. I get these are good because they want you to go to sleep. And then I did talk to somebody was uh, what, oh, it was the no agenda show. I was like, guys, I'm under I'm aware that people are starting to speed us up to like one point six, five and one point seven, five times. It, it's not normal. Don't do it. And I'm like, yeah, he's right, man. Speeding the human voice up isn't normal. Just listen at a nice, normal pace, man. Everything doesn't yes. have to be fast. Hang on a second. Here you go, brother. But I'm not sick. I just like to get high. I would respond by asking for details. When and why do you use <laughs> cannabis? What specific benefits does it provide? It's How has cannabis made your life different? A composite of the answers I received would run something like this. Without cannabis, I get home feeling irritated from a long day at work, a hassle with a boss or a co-worker, okay. a hot rush hour commute, whatever. My back might be aching, and I wouldn't feel like playing with my kids or talking to my wife. I'd often have a sour stomach and not much appetite. Dinner wasn't very appealing and sometimes <laughs> gave me heartburn or indigestion. After dozing off in front of the TV, I'd wake up and sometimes not be able to go back to sleep. In the morning, I could be tired and not feel like going to work or doing much of anything. Right, I'll stop it there, but that's fucking, that's kind of what I mean. So those are the words of... Uh, uh, that's Steve D'Angelo who owns the Harborside Health. And he, when he asks people, when he's at his, at his place and he goes, hey, man, you know, he says that a lot of people are saying to him, dude, uh, you know, I appreciate you fighting for our medical rights and I got my med card here, but I'm not really sick. You know, I feel a little bit guilty about this. And, you know, his, and then he go, well, what do you use cannabis for? And he goes, well, I'll smoke a little bit and then I'll go home and play with my kids and have a great time. And then I'll eat a really good, healthy dinner and, and be satisfied. And then I'll actually pay attention to what my wife says. I'll hang out with her and I can watch one of her fucking shows and, and kind of not give a shit, man, you know, makes it tolerable, you know, and it's just all the things he says, he goes, and then, uh, I get a good night's sleep from it to where, when I, when I, you know, where it knocks me out to where if I wake up in the middle of the night, uh, I can actually go back to sleep, you know, and it's all these little things where you're like, <laughs> man, if you had to take, if you're taking antacids because, uh, your stomach hurts after, after most meals, you know, or after a lot of meals and you're, you know, and, and, uh, you're taking sleeping pills or Tylenol PM when you can't sleep at night, you know, all that little stuff you're drinking instead, you know, to, to catch a little buzz instead of smoking and that, you know, the ramifications of that, you know, all that stuff really does make a difference on your quality of life. And even so much as mood, man, my boss fucking yelled at me on the way, you know, I got in a traffic jam on the way home, went straight to the fucking woodshed, <laughs> didn't even come and see the wife and kids, just went straight to the woodshed, burned the joint for 20 minutes, listened to some good music, walked in the house in a great fucking mood and then started playing catch, you know? Different quality of life there than walking out saying, dude, just leave me the fuck alone. I'm beaten. I want to drink a scotch. It's good for kids and Christmas lights, too. <laughs> I mean, dude, Dad it's, won't it's, stop I mean, hanging the Christmas go, lights, man. Medically, uh, I mean, you could go into uh, engaging uh, like when you have to, you know, you know, you're going to be hanging out. OK, for the next rest of the evening, it's just me and the kids definitely have a better time smoking some cannabis, man, and definitely engage oh, man. just, you know, a little bit. 
more creatively and more 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 into it. So you remember the I time I that. ate the edible and then went over with my it was not even my wife. It was my it was a girlfriend at the time. And I ate this edible and went over for Christmas Day. You oh, know, wow. It's, it's all family. And I accidentally just, you know, it was when you pre-legalization. So you didn't know what you were getting. And I got so, I thought that edibles would get you fucked up. It would keep me high all day, but wouldn't affect my eyes and everything. Made my eyes <laughs> no, so bloodshot red. The girl just looks at me and she goes, what are you on? Cause I had played with the kids, like the five-year-olds for about three hours and they thought it was great, but it was a little too much. I found out, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love that story. Uh, man, I have fucked up Christmas and Thanksgiving with weed. I've gotten busted both in both holidays, man. <laughs> huh. yeah. Jeez. Live as long as I do, man. You'll get busted too. All right. So I got some over from uh, dudegrows.com. And I got a question from uh, DGC put up here on Denver trip suggestions. Yeah. Well, they want to um, from hang out Southern- in Denver with my brother Trip. That's an excellent suggestion, sir. This is from Southern Cough, and unfortunately, the trip already happened, and he had a great oh, time. man. Um, which means if you're coming out, guys, and we somehow I mean, hit us up at dudegrows.com just to go to the contact button there instead of this. But um, Social media? Somebody, somebody's manning the social media ship, I promise. What's up, TGC? Longtime listener, new member, and first-time poster. All right, Hello. all right, all right. I'm taking the missus to Denver this weekend and wanted to ask him any recommendations for great, knowledgeable dispensaries, tasty breweries, or any DGC that would like to burn one with some Florida folks down in Florida. See, we missed out, man. Yeah, man, I'm sorry we missed you. Um, also, it'd be cool to see a local legal garden and share notes and tips. We'll be staying in Brighton, but I have a car and I'll be driving all over. Thanks for everything. And it's great to be part of the DGC. Yeah. Southern Cough. You, Thank you, brother. What do you think, man? Where should, what should, what should, what should you do with the missus? Oh man. I mean, as far as breweries go, I mean, you, you really can, you can't really miss there. there. There's so much. I'm up in Fort Collins, so I know the ones up here, but um, man, I'm thinking about, is there any commercial grows that you can actually go and see? Does anybody have, like, you can do the tour. The, I think it's 420 tours mm-hmm. or something. I don't know a lot about it. I don't, you know, give it a great review or any of that. I think it's worth looking into though. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah, that'd be fun you, if you're not from here to so go check you it can out. Go, also what's cool about that though, is they take you to a couple different dispensaries. You ain't going to worry about driving and being high. You can get high as you want and they'll drive you around. So that I really true. like that. Yeah. Um, coming out. Somebody you know, told me they had half a dozen cops fall. Oh, it was the radical bags guys. <laughs> We're yeah, telling he's me. just got a big, you know, rig with roots on it yeah. and all kinds of, you know, it looks like a, you know, grow rig or whatever. And he yeah. said, yeah, he doesn't smoke at all because he knows he might have to talk to the cops or highway patrol. Yeah. The cops escort him out of town every now and again, man. <laughs> hey, it's all on the you up know. and up. Do you know how fast you're going? Anyway, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to be talking to those folks, even if unless you're like in trouble and you need help. I guess. That's anyway, true. Southern Cough. Um, he hit up Estes. Good recommendation. Kind of depends if you want to get up into the mountains or not. I mean, I haven't met really anybody unless they're just anti beauty and scenery. Yeah, I've never met like, anybody that hasn't enjoyed Estes Park. Or just, yeah, driving up into the mountains and going somewhere to a mountain town <clears throat> to hang it out, sucks, et cetera. man. See one mountain, you've seen them all. Especially I tell that person to high. get out. No fun. High <laughs> being high. I will give some tips, though, man. Coming out here, guys, um, literally, like Scotty was saying, the breweries are unlimited. I don't know a ton, especially trying up some of these smaller micro ones. They're all over the place now, and a lot of them are pretty cool. As far as the dispensaries go, I'm going to shout out to the Herbal Cure, man. Absolutely. You're in D-Town, dude. Go to the Herbal Cure, um, and you can get, I think they have a coupon for first-time customers just mentioned, but uh, they got some good shit growing over there, legit. 
Uh, other than that, I, I don't know. You, do you recommend one that you like up there at all? Isn't there only a select few in Fort Collins? You know, man, Verts is not bad. Verts is like our local dispensary up here in Fort Collins. And, I, I, you know, I, you go to them. You got a Verts dealio right there, man. I don't think that's mine. Oh, it's not. <laughs> no. Anyway, they're nice guys and, and guys, they're definitely not bad. So that, that's the dispensary I would go to. But I don't really go to a lot of dispensaries, man. Very Just rarely. Keep in- yeah, I agree. Keep in mind, uh, if you're going to the dispensary, then you're going to toke down a little fabulous, and maybe you're going to go have a fine couple ales. Yes. That sounds great, too. Stay freaking hydrated. Wherever you're coming from, you're probably not as used to being up at a mile high. It can mess with you, especially it can mess with people if they come out here, they're not used to the elevation. On top of that, they're not used to, like, maybe they're not used to that the dank. Maybe they just only get their, their regs or whatever you want to call it where they're from. Yeah. And uh, don't follow scotty's edible dosage amounts no, I would start do, with. <laughs> do like 25 to 75 milligrams i think they say like 100 milligrams is really like a, a strong dose or a pretty good solid dose of, of edibles it you really depends it really depends on your tolerance some people can eat a 10 milligram single 10 milligram gummy and be that's just true. blasted high and that's then true there's some people that can eat you know one and a half or two of the 250 milligram edibles and still be i mean functioning but not at the highest level. Right, right. <laughs> Playing with the five-year-olds. Yeah, good, I heard that. Uh, yeah, definitely different people. That's that comedian Joey Diaz. It seems like, from what I've heard through, like, the comedian networks, what I listen sometimes, like, he doesn't have, like, there's no, his tolerance is so high, it's just edibles, like, whatever. Give me the, give me some more edibles. I mean, tolerance is a real thing. I, I will say that. Man. Yes. And then being infused, typically, by that much cannabis, I think is probably a pretty good thing, too. Yeah, could you imagine a wedding cake that was infused, sir? An infused <laughs> wedding cake. Can you tell what I'm doing already? I'm already looking at the dank nugs, man. Oh, and there is a place in Denver, at least one. It should be still in uh, search cannabis, like friendly hotel. I think one's like a real hotel that got taken over, and then another one's more like a bed and breakfast. Sure. But there's a couple that are specific to that, and I think that's pretty neat. I think you can smoke, like they have a smoking area and all that jazz, because all these regular hotels still, you can't be smoking up in your room. You're not supposed to, you know what I mean? Like, right. Um, so that's nice to have that on your side. You Can just go in assuming you're going to get that charge anyways. I have not rented a car yet that hasn't had a like $120 smoking fee attached to it at the end. And I'm just, yeah, that's <laughs> one I assume I'm going to get now and I hang out with the DGC. Do you really find that if you smoke out a car over a trip, like over, let's say a three day trip, you're smoking the shit out of the car, sure. but then you leave the windows down at like. 75 for 20 minutes or something that is still it's embedded in there oh, fuck. i don't think so it smells good to me i bring the car back i get a fucking 120 dollars cleaning fee on there dude just get oh, febreze and febreze it's so hard you can't the next person won't be able to stand right? the febreze so. dude, i'm gonna buy me some osium we gotta get i should get sponsored by osium i would wear an osium t-shirt those guys saved my ass in the 90s man <laughs> remember that shit it was like it never I happened do Hey, we'll pull over. We've got one of these old YouTube comments again um, from yeah, back in the I day. I like these, so, man. I really like these. Thank you, guys. So 128. This is from Andrew Young. Because <sighs> we used to preach um, about popping seeds, ocean forests being hot. I know the Rev, I think, likes ocean forests and talks about it in some of his literature and, right. and readings. But that, you know, putting cuts or popping seeds, not really that great. But Andrew Young says the Rev said the, mo- the minute your seed pops – this is what the Rev said. It bonds with the medium it's in. Since I read this, I have popped all of my seeds in Fox Farms Ocean Forest. Plus, I add worm castings according to the Rev's recipe. 
20 seeds popped beautifully. Only one never popped. And he goes, that's that's good. One out of 20, we'll take that ratio. Healthier seedlings that are hard to burn. It's like a 500%. As as opposed to the paper towel method. And he goes, seeds have been germinating in soil for millions of years. Not paper towels, people. Yep. (laughs) I I, I follow you, man. I don't do that paper towel method, man. I pop them right in. Um, What is up with that, though? I guess what – because Ocean Forest has uh, like some guano, some some kelp. Probably the guano is what's going to make it hot. Yeah. Uh, but is that really that available right away when that seedling pops? I, th- I think it is, man. I think what he's what what I'm hearing there is, is with the plant bonding to the media. Um, I'm thinking of like a media that's got mycorrhizae in there, and I'm thinking it's got you know it's got fungus, it's got all these beneficials in there. So when he says bonding, I'm thinking more like the it's inoculated. The beneficials that are in the media, a paper towel doesn't have all those beneficials in it, but the soil can, and if it does, they inoculate the the root, the really small root, and then as the root grows, it just grows on there. You know, the bacteria and fungi, especially the fungi, um, grow on the root, and it's really important. Like mycorrhizae fungi doesn't like a lot of fertilizer. So if you're going to put a lot of fertilizer on there, the best chance you have of inoculating it is, you know, inoculating the roots is when there's small seeds, then it's on there. And then just, as the roots expand, the, the mycorrhizae can just grow with it, you know? So that's what I'm thinking. Maybe the major benefit of that would be. Well, thanks for the comment, man. And all you guys commenting over there yeah, on really YouTube, it's really Thank built you. up a bit. I mean, eventually it's like one of those things you can't, I love, I love to read through them. And then, uh, you know, uh, you reach, I guess, a cutoff point eventually, right? Like keeping up with social media, the more, sure. that, the more you grow, it's tough. Sure is. Sure is. As I even keep up to- with my real life, like my 3D life, I'll call it. Like 3D <laughs> I media. Talk- I was talking to Guru and I just said that as being a grower for so many years, a clandestine grower, I just didn't want to tell people about what I was doing. I just wanted to be having a good time, but I didn't want a bunch of people to know. You know, like high intensity, low profile. And yeah, uh, yeah it's kind of so social media is really foreign to, you know, what, I don't know what I'm made of, I guess, man. Yes, it's, that's natural. It's <laughs> yeah. a natural thing for social media yeah. to be foreign for what you're made well, of. I mean, so, some people, some people like to share. Some people are just like, oh, I love it, man. I'm so natural. I'm just a natural share. Everything I do, I post on social media. And uh, I do not do that, man. I just like to be having a good time, sir. All righty, let's take it to the news. The news. Hey, no ice cube, man. Look at you. Was there an ice cube there? <laughs> I think there's an ice cube in here. I'm busting right. your balls. I, I love you, dude. I'm busting your balls. So, like metal cups, so, not so plastic. The, the news is kind of what we were talking about. About remember, uh, I was, like I said, Guru was asking me if I was allergic to alcohol, and I was. Uh, it, it made me think of a couple articles, man. And so, what is this? Is just just fake news, or is this real, Guru? No, Come on, man. man. This is not fake news, sir. I, I mean, you can tell it all. Like one person wrote one article, and then a hundred people copied it. I got stuff from the Kansas City Star. Stuff. <clears> That's from, because they use the word. Here's the title. Some chronic pot smokers are showing up at hospitals and scrumming. <laughs> I was hoping you would say that word. Scrumming. Uh, screaming and vomiting. Yeah. It's screaming and vomiting at the same time. Okay. So this does seem like if I was going to make some fake news, <laughs> Here, I might invent a word called scrumming. Here's, here's the key line to this. Cannibal, cannabinoid hypermesis syndrome is very rare. 
Yeah, that makes sense, man. So I mean, but anyway, so there really is a syndrome. I guess some people can be allergic to cannabis, and they get a. Uh, well, I, I guess we 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 know that uh, you can be allergic to cannabis, but some people get like uh, when they smoke it. I guess it gives them uh, like the opposite effect. For me, it heals my stomach aches. It really helps my stomach. But I guess for some people, it gives them terrible, terrible stomach cramps. Kind of interesting. Well, Chalfonte. Lene Queen of San Diego says she has suffered. Wait, wait, from say her name one more time for me. It was just fucking beautiful. Chalfonte Lani Queen. Lani Queen, yes, of San Diego. Fucking A. She suffered for 17 years from this. She says, and this isn't funny, but it, it's crazy. It goes in her quotes, I've screamed out for death. I've cried out for my mom, who's been dead for 20 years, mentally not realizing she can't come to help me. It's like, damn, man, that sounds horrible. Um, but I yeah. would, uh, I, I would point to that it might be pesticides or something else on I'm it sure that's causing this. There's um, five billion people in the world. I don't know how many billion people are there now. Last time I checked, it was seven, five, seven. Holy seven, fuck, that's scary. Anyway, there's got to be some of them that are allergic to cannabis. You know, I mean, we met yeah. one already. There's got to be others that, that have this kind of syndrome. It doesn't surprise me. It just seems like weird press. It seems like something to, to, weird to report, you know? Thank you guys for setting me straight on the fake news. Man. But also, key keywords there were, it's a very rare occurrence for anything like this to happen. And it says it only happens with people, extremely heavy smokers for like a really long time. Too. Right. So, oh, that would be terrible. Cause I just, I just like more weed trying to fix my stomach ache, you know, <laughs> I picture when smoke I hear scrumming. <laughs> I think of like a SNL skit of somebody just like yeah. screaming and puke, like the fake puke Dan shooting Akron. straight out at a night, like a straight, an angle that's, yeah. Yeah. No, it just anyway. makes me think of South Park. <laughs> yeah, there so we go. If you write them, they'll probably make a scrumming episode for us. Man. <laughs> That'd be great. I hope I never have to scrum it. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I hope South Park never writes anything about us because, you know, they're not gentle. All right. <laughs> what else do we got? Come on. How about some hashtags, man? I know it's your favorite thing, man. You're all over Instagram, dude. Yeah, hashtag <laughs> Dude Grow Show. And there's good, beautiful buds here. This is yes. some Dank. This bud is, you grew some dank, man. This says purple punch on her final days. Um, and then it says grape Kool-Aid 100. I don't know what that means, the little 100 sign. But regardless, this bud and the the var- variegated coloration, if yeah, you will. beautiful. And the fan leaves from purple to green and yellow, like really cool looking, man. Yeah, he's got hashtag Kool-Aid Terps, which I can only imagine smells like grape Kool-Aid. That's fucking neat, man. That's cool. Plus we got here. Hey, hey, my, my kid went to a restaurant yesterday and they were like, what flavor Kool-Aid do you want? Red or grape? And I was like, whoa, man, where the fuck are we? Are man? You Chiba Hut? I don't know. <laughs> I just thought that was weird at a New Orleans restaurant where they serve what Kool-Aid. Does, what does Peterman want to do? I, he wants to, if he won a million dollars, is that the question? He wants to bang two chicks at the same time? Is yeah. that what that's from the movie Office Space? That is, man, that is. Uh, anyway, <laughs> awesome mullet. But uh, this is, hey, Peterman, looking good at day 40. You are looking really good at day 40, brother. Yeah. That is nice as well. Nice. Respect. Up in NoCo, FoCo, NoCo. Yeah, man, you got to get your ass up to the studio, man. Say hello. And lastly, Killer What? Uh, is the ocean grown? Um, alien rift crossed with 
wizard's potion. Jesus Christ, man. See, that's what I'm that's, I can't handle it. Like, imagine going to the doctor and he's like, you know what? I'm going to get you. I'm going to prescribe you. Got you some wizard potion. Yeah, I got you the fuzz, <laughs> man. I got you the fuzz. All right. I like what shamans used to do. And the shamans ain't no joke. That's, you uh-huh. know, shamans well, know yeah, because they were mixing up DMT and tea and then feeding it to people. That's right, so, man. I mean, that's right. It's because we're going to fix you. Ayahuasca. We're going to make you feel uh, different. Before we hit a little grow talk here, man, why don't we, uh, why yeah. don't we do this this Michigan Mac call, man? This is good grow talk right here. I mean, here's the start of it, man. This was really interesting. You know, I'm calling these the fall prohibition reports. I realized after I'd done the show for a couple of years, I know very little uh, specifics about the, you know, like the laws, the cannabis laws, and just the cannabis scene in the rest of the country. So I figured it'd be really cool to get folks. We'll start with the strongest states. Uh, Michigan Matt has been out there really blowing it up in Michigan, and Michigan's been going fucking nuts man for for years now and i just said in the beginning i mean with my recharge business i didn't fully understand it i was like it's weird we're getting all these people from michigan man and and they're going big in michigan yeah michigan matt grows some fire weed on like Mm -hmm. a commercial scale too and like pretty sought after yeah 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 real respected stuff man so let's hear how he's doing it and and the scene he's doing it in man michigan matt all right bring it in we'll be right back all right it's time for prohibition to be falling down, man. First fall right. prohibition report. Yeah. Out of Michigan. I figure that's the best state. I mean, you figured that too. You're the one that chose Michigan, I believe. That's and the one that's got me scratching my head the most. Yeah, I get it. In California, they're going to grow a lot of weed, man. But in Michigan, the amount of cannabis that's coming out of there and just the amount of production is, is fucking amazing, man. So first guy I wanted to, to ask about that is Michigan Matt. What is up, brother? What's up, dude? Scotty Guru, DGC, boys and girls. How you guys doing today? Oh, I'm doing real good, man. Top notch. We're here, the person to talk to here, get a little update on uh, medical, why Michigan's blowing up, you know, what's up with the laws, rec, and can, am I going to be able to grow 25 in my closet, please? Oh, yeah. You got to find if you don't, <laughs> if you only grow 25, yeah, you get fined there, man. Hell, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but give us, yeah, break into it. I know you're ready to roll. Yeah, well, real quick, Absolutely. What, what's your story, man? You kind of pulled yourself out from nowhere, man. I love it, man. I actually, I actually know your story, but I want you to tell it because it's fucking inspirational, man. You're a sure. winner, bro. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, I, we, uh, we, Michigan came online medically in 2009. Uh, so I started growing in my backyard. I had the rights to grow 12 plants for myself. So I grew in my shed. By the way, 12 uh, plants is about right. Okay. That's where you need to be if you want to make a lot of medicine for yourself and you want to use it as medicine. Absolutely. I agree. Um, yeah. So after a few years, my wife and I just kept looking at each other like, how can we get this bigger? Um, long story short, we stumbled into a nice, warehouse. So I guess you can consider, consider myself commercial at this point, Love um, it. where I can do, um, actually 72 plants now. So Michigan has the rights. So under the MMMA, which is our, uh, act that went online in 2009. Fucking MMA it, uh, stealing your shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. MMA. Right. So, uh, no, 2009, we passed the Michigan medical marijuana act. It allows right. us to grow 12 plants for ourselves and to be a caregiver to up to five patients. That's if you're awesome. a caregiver up to five patients, you can have 12 of their plants as well. How they did you, how did you get sensible laws written? This is all medical, right? This is all medical, okay. 100%. And uh, that's a good question, Scotty. I do not know. There's nothing rec- Sen- sensible for now. There's nothing on the rec grow side if you don't want to you know, have any nope. license. Okay. We are not a recreational state at this point. 2018, we will probably see it on the ballot. So uh, expect to probably see it sometime after that point. But we... we uh, 
we, we are transitioning at this point from the MMMA where you can grow 72 plants right. for five patients and yourself. And we're transitioning into the MMFLA or the Michigan Marijuana Facilities Licensing Act. These Copy do that. sound like fighting yeah, organizations, good. don't they? Man? <laughs> right. you know? So under this act, there's going to be five types of licenses that you can get you can get in on. Right. So yes. the first one is going to be a secure transport. They're going to basically move everything for you from uh, grow to dispensary if you don't have one on site. Ooh, like an Uber um, for weed. That's pretty cool. Basically Uber, except I'd, I'd hope that it's going to be a highly armed guard Uber. Sure. Um, Uber with so then there's guns. Going to be testing facilities. So testing facilities are going to make sure that every batch that comes out is tested. You can't put a, uh, when we get into the next three licenses, you can't put a product on the shelf until uh, everything has been tested. All of the product or a portion of of the products from the rules that the rules actually just came out on Monday. What I read, I read through them. um, It says that each, each batch that comes out is going to need to be tested. So uh, it's not going to matter. And then there'll be spot checks too, to make sure that that concurs with what, what the uh, actual test went. So like the tester will come into the dispensary test a, a finished pa- package or a, a different product and see if uh, it matches what it did when it came out of the, out of the grow. Man. So other three licenses, this is where it gets interesting. Um, so this is where it's kind of on my side, right? So sure. we're going to have the cultivation facilities. The cultivation facilities are going to have three classes, a right. 500 plant count, which is an A class, a thousand plant count, which is the B class and a 1500 plant count, which is a C class. Then there's going to be your processors and your provisioning centers. Provisioning center, nice fancy word for dispensary. Okay. You guys following me so far? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so if you have a piece of the first two licenses that I mentioned, the okay. your transport or the testing, right? you cannot have any part of the other three. However, just like on the show you guys were talking about the other day. Vertical integration. Uh, we are going to be a state that allows vertical integration. So we're going to be able to vertically integrate our grow, our processing, and our dispensary all in one. So I can grow my own, process it, and uh, distribute it in my own dispensary as long as you pass the application process. That's those steel industry roots right there. But aren't you scared? You vertically integrate. With what you see what's happening in other places, man. Like, Don't you feel like you only have such a window here before you're talking your max medical license is what, 1,500 plants? Is that what you said? That, but yes, but they're going to allow stacking. So you're going to see stacking of those licenses. The 1500, the C class, you can stack as many as you can, as long as you pass each application with each application fee and licensee fee and everything else. So technically, you could be sitting on, unfortunately, 10 class C licenses and have 15,000 plants in a building. You just got to be able to pay for each license individually. You don't worry about New World Order money with recreational growing that has that just is going to take what you're doing now, potentially. And I'm just asking and because I'd be scared as shit with my passion, time and money put into what you're doing. And then a few years down the road, they open it up. And then it's just like, you know, kind of we we're talking a little like the growers in Washington are having trouble you know, with finding homes for their product, et sure. cetera. Um, but do you have, yeah, do you see that or have a war? I'm sure you got to have a little bit of a worry there. So Scotty said something about having sensible laws here in Michigan. Right, right now, um, this is where it comes in where it's not as sensible. Okay. Um, in order to qualify for each of the licensing, you have to have a certain amount of uh, capital. And the amount of capital they're asking for is pretty uh, ridiculous for standards in other businesses. And this is where the big fight and gripe has been. Uh, let's get this clear. This is a right wing, a Republican backed bill that has passed our Republican House and Senate. Um, therefore, it's going to benefit the big business guy in one way or another. So, so this is how they have. This is how they brought the big business in, though. Let me let me touch this and yeah, get it going real quick. Please do. Um, 
uh, they, it's in order to qualify for a class A license, the 500 plant count. So any right. basement grower, um, those guys need $150,000 in capital in order to qualify for a license. And you can't go get a bond for that either, right? Nobody's going to write you a no, bond for that. No, absolutely not. So that's where big business. What plant count right? was that's that? Where, uh, that's just for a 500. If you want okay. a 1500 plant count, you need to show a half million. Man, that's that is, that is terrible. If you, that is real if discrimination you wanted, there. Yeah, this is the this is the worst one. If you want a dispensary, three hundred thousand. Just to have your storefront operate, and then just it, to, just to have a dispensary, you have to show three hundred thousand in capital. Do you know? Or is there any of these licensing fees? I've seen in one other state. I don't recall, but it was not only the initial, but then there was also a renewal every few years. Oh, absolutely. Or, Where we have the same thing. Not it's to the same a, amount, but a hefty amount. And then think about it's if they good. just. If they just want to keep on pumping out licensing licenses, rather, they can just keep on pushing licenses as many as they want, allow a ton of production and supply and demand says that uh, whoever's doing it the cheapest is going to win. Well, well, so, so, hey, you guys brought scale. up two different things there. So let's touch on that real quick. So the, what you just said, um, they're not capping the amount of licenses allowed in Michigan. You can have as many as the state's going to allow. Jesus. It's going to break down to the municipality. Okay. What the municipality is going to allow, what the township is going to pass for their ordinance. So in order to that, that's where let's get into the, like in order to qualify for a license. Right. Licenses are a three step process. First step, you have to have your ordinance in place with your municipality. You you cannot get a license if your municipality has not said yes. We we will quote unquote opt in to this uh, cannabis law. Either they can have one or all five or three or two of the different type of license types. Sure. They can they can zone it so only one property qualifies. Right. They can do they can pretty much do anything they want with that. Then once you get that passed and you get your support from there, then you can go into um, the state. And the state then has Lara, our, our licensing board, our licensing regulatory affairs. Sure. Uh, they they do your their background checks. They're gonna and they want to know everything about you, your wife. They want to know everything about everything that they can. Uh, once you pass the background check and a drug test, the, <laughs> I'm right. Then you go to the the board. Then the board kind of does their character test and decides who is actually going to get the final license. So you have to pass each one of these tests in order to usually get the oh, license. I see. You got to bribe the, the board members. Everything else. You got to you know, pay to play. That's going to sure, take man. them all on a tropical vacation and then go before the board. It is Michigan, sir. That very well might work. <laughs> but like you said, there's there is no cap. There is no cap in the state. They're allowing the municipalities to decide how many they want within their walls. Yeah. I mean, so how does that make you feel with what, I mean, cause you're trying to, you know, do your own thing as well and make a living, right? Yeah, absolutely. So it's going really slow. So a lot of these municipalities are taking the wait and see approach. There's some that have passed it and said, yeah, let's go on this and let's see everything. And there's some that are, um, are, are just kind of like, eh, I'm not sure if this is something that we want to be a part of. Let's see how other uh, communities react to it first. Let's see what kind of tax benefits are actually in it for us. Right. Um, so there's a, a lot of people that are in the wait and see approach. Where I'm at personally on my level, um, a week from yesterday, so uh, six days from now, is my third time at our ordinance for our ordinance meeting. Um, Sounds fun. This is going to be the final vote. So this is like crunch time for me. I got six days to hope that uh, my ordinance gets in place, at least on the grow side. So I can continue the operation. So you've been speaking at the, at the ordinance meetings? Uh, the first two, personally, I didn't. I just kind of st st sat and listened. Uh -huh, I sure. think the third one, it's going to be a good idea for me to just kind of show them who's running the operation kind of thing.
Definitely. Definitely, man. I always ask that because people, I mean, the fact even that you're going, some people just like, oh, bitch about this happening, but did you have any part of trying to change it? So I love it, man. It's kind of what I was talking about a couple of days ago, man, about trying to be the change. I mean, guys like this that are, you know, taking their time and I could be going out and having a good time, but instead I'm going to some bullshit government meeting man, to try to be the change. That's fucking awesome, man. Respect to you, brother. Much appreciation. Thank you for that. Hey, what is so the, it? Yeah, go yeah, keep going, man. Keep going. You got some No, more? I was just to say, it's just a crazy time here in Michigan. Things are coming out daily. The rules that just came out, you know, that really cemented a lot of the different things. Uh, a couple of the fortunate things that I, I found from it is um, I'm already in a commercial space. Right. I actually got a permit from uh, my my uh, prosecutor, building commissioner, and sheriff. I actually went into a meeting and talked to the three of them. Oh, I would hate uh, to know either of yeah, them, man. Those are three people yeah, I don't want to know, it, man. Well, well when, you, when you have a lawyer expecting to be there with you and she calls you and she says she's going to be 15 minutes late and you got these guys waiting in a room for right. you asking this kind of question, I don't think it's something that you want to wait. <laughs> so anyways, I got a permit. So I'm actually able to be where I'm at. And they're going to be they're going to allow it pretty much like how I think Colorado did like a dark period when you guys kind of turned it uh, onto the seed to sale system where you can get things uh, submitted into the system. Right. For instance, I can have 72 plants right now so I can input 72 plants into my system. Um, that's going to allow things to like catalog right now. I can catalog strains as much as I can just kind of gain as much as I can right now to mm-hmm. get ready for that final push. So there's, it's just daily. Everything's changing here. Oh, that's insane. What's up with the, uh, go ahead, Scott. Yeah. You got a question? Well, I was just going to say, so what's up like in Colorado, man, you can just walk outside a bar pretty much and smoke a one as long as you're not being obnoxious. The attitude with cannabis, it is generally accepted around here, man. It is grass. Is generally accepted as safe, sir. <laughs> it, uh, in Michigan, is the same same attitude? Is it, you know, I'm trying Absolutely to get an understanding. Not. No? Absolutely not. Okay, I mean, tell me about is, it. There, there is a good po- no. uh, portion of the population that is becoming more accepting to it, but you guys are in a state that have been recreational legal for a few years now. Right. So you had a couple of years for that stigma to die down. I listen to you guys all the time. The story that you guys tell about uh, your neighbors coming over and, you know, your counting neighbor or whatever comes over and tries it for the first time. That kind of <laughs> stuff doesn't happen here yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's put it this way. My wife um, is still has the stigma and stereotype to it. And I'm a grower. This is what I do for a living. living. So you guys need to come I, visit. I, man. I, I try to tell her, you know, wait five years, wait for it to become legal. Give it a couple of years. And you're going to see the kind of changes that we're seeing in Colorado where people are more accepting and open to it. And you're going to see also, I, I'm seeing this attitude as well, but I'm proud of what I do. And uh, I, th- I think we all are, man. And it's, it's, it's a completely different than trying to hide. It's a completely different attitude. We had the radical bag here, guys here yesterday and they're living their life, you know, loud and proud about, Hey guys, dude, cannabis is good medicine. And we're the guys that are telling you, know, Jack Herr was saying this, you know, 20 years ago, you know, cannabis is good medicine. And now he's a hero. You know, so I think it's really yeah. important to keep, keep up the fight, man. It'll, it'll come, it'll, t- it'll take its time, but I still have to duck my head down and make sure I don't wear a grow shirt to the bar or to pick up carry out or something like that, you know? Sure. I've I've seen the bull- shirt. The, I wake and bake every morning. The black market's <laughs> running pretty hot and heavy up there. I'd assume while there's the opportunity to blend in and, and be that type of grower, I'm thinking. So the MMMA, the, the very first act that we had allows, uh, it actually never allowed dispensaries, but we do have dispensaries right now. Um, so right now caregivers, anybody that grows really can walk into a dispensary and sell to the dispensary. Once the licenses become available and that act comes into full effect and we got seed to sale, that's right. not going to be able to happen Remember anymore. The gangster so days. Remember that? You, 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 could probably, just walk. you probably will see a spike in the black market, but this, the good thing is they're not taking away the MMMA. So anybody in Michigan that thinks 
that they're going to lose their home grow right because right. they have these licenses coming out. That's not true. You're still going to be able to grow your 12 and up to your 72 for the five people with you. You're just not going to have the avenue of the dispensary to get rid of your overages. Guru, back in the day. Oh, could, it, was, it was like the Wild West Green Rush days when you could just walk, backpacks, in, man. walk into the dispensary with a book bag and, and sell walk five out pounds. with eight grand. Yeah, man. my brother, For Tam. Sure. You know, my brother, Tam. I know him. And, uh, he, he runs over and drops 10 pounds in the dispensary all the time. I mean, it, it, it's a Wild West here still. But once this comes and hits that... Um, it's that seed to sale and everything's tracked by the government. Sure, they yeah. want to see where every dollar is and they want to see where every tax dollar they're going to get and pinch every little penny. Then things are going to get a little different. Makes sense, But they're not man. going to take away the home grow rights. You're still going to be able to get your 12 plants and grow your 12 plants at minimal. You can grow more than that if you want. Well, let's make cool, sure you man. can do that for rec too, man. That I would like that to be across the board. Unless they're going to be really lenient. I don't mind paying a little vig of 100 bucks a year to go get my medical card renewed and go to the doctor and say, Doc, I got stress, brother, and, and cannabis. You know what the doc said to me last time? Hey, do you think cannabis is good medicine for you? You know, do you use cannabis as medicine? I said, yes, I do. And he goes, perfect. Here you go. <laughs> uh, our, our doctors aren't there yet. Our doctor's actually starting to screen us for, for if you want uh, other prescriptions. So you, you might see uh, certain guys out here give you a drug test to see if you uh, are being completely honest, whether you smoke marijuana or cannabis or whether you um, do something else and mix it with your Adderall or mix it with your whatever, your Percocets or your Vicodin or whatever you might need. Is that not good? Um, I'm just do kidding. You wanna, I'm just fucking I, with you, man. Uh, seriously, if you're it's a whole other subject. I mean, if you're mixing your cannabis with sure. your other drugs and use less of them, yes, that's good. That is true, man. That is true. Absolutely. Anyway, man, let's take it. Uh, I'd love to get you back on again. Uh, great hanging. Great information. Well delivered. Yes, sir. And uh, respect. You get a free T-shirt. <laughs> update of what's <laughs> going on out there in Michigan, and keep us in the loop. Want to hear what happens if that's going to pass where you're at the ordinance? And uh, yeah, get you back on to BS soon. If not, I will see yeah, you man, next I'll, cannabis I'll, I'll cup, sir. I'll, for sure, I'll have a little update, and let's uh, let's try to get that uh, Michigan uh, DGC Cup here next time around for the regional. Oh, I like that. I agree, man. Nobody deserves it more than Michigan, man. So fucking strong. Oh yeah. Awesome. Cool. Thank you, Matt. We, appreciate you, brother. We appreciate all you guys and all you guys do, the time and effort that you put into your into the show for us, a uh, thousand plus people, whoever it is, that listen to you guys all the time. You guys really uh, keep us all in the loop, especially over in the East Coast, the stuff that's going over there in the West Coast. I love it, man. Right Thank you so much. Appreciate the kind words. Speak your mind at that meeting. Let us know. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> Peace. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. So cool. I mean, that that's it's good to do that. And we're going to do more states, like you said, just because I don't want to do all that research to know. all. I mean, he's like the meetings tomorrow. This is going on like the the in-depth information of somebody on the uh, what do they call it on the scene, man. Right. Yeah, but it's good. It's good information, man. I got another one from I had an outdoor Cali grower uh, give me like a, about 45 minutes yesterday of an interview, which I thought was really interesting. We'll have that coming up soon as well. Or tell me who's slinging the recharge. Yeah, you know, I got a no-stress hydroponics over in Sherman Oaks, California. Come on, come on, come on. All right, I give them thumbs up for the name because some of these are like grow supply or grow. indoor grow. Yeah, man, like, well, no stress is pretty cool. I like that. You guys try it a little harder. They want they want you to yell it into your phone these days, man. These days you gotta rank organically in Google. That's what it's all about. So we got a couple of grow talks here, guys. This is called Didn't Want This Taco. Yes. Have you learned how to say his name yet? Dabby Bowman? Dabney. Oh, Bowman. I was going to say Bowman. I thought that was an I. Maybe I got to get an eyes <laughs> check soon. 
Uh, Durban poison looks like it got some newt burn along with some taco leaves. pH from runoff, 6-2. Temp is around 80. Sounding good. Humidity 65. Bueno. And lights are 18 from the canopy. All that sounds great. Synthetic newts for this grows is what he's using. Doesn't go into detail. Hmm. I'm guessing that I have a CalMag deficiency caused from salt buildup. It's in a five-gallon bucket, so I'm doing a flush. It's like one of those things if you can't put your finger on it all the time. Right. Sometimes you're just like, all right, I'm going to flush this thing out and just start try and start over a little bit. Um, he said he managed to do seven gallons of fresh water today and hoping to do a 20-gallon total flush. That'll give it some recharge and Magnifical, which is a cow mag, and slowly add newts back in. I know that the lead. Okay, we'll stop there. Hmm. You ask too much water, man. You don't yes. need to flush that much. Yeah, that'd be twenty-seven gallons total through a five-gallon. Like you know, yeah, and that would take a long time. I'm I mean, you could he's do doing it hydro. Um, he says it's in a five-gallon bucket. I mean, it's like if he is still, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's hard to tell without knowing if it's in soil or what what media is in. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna assume hydro or rock wool, but. If not, I mean, going through co- well, cocoa, which is technically hydro and all that, you don't need to get that much through. I also liked myself to use an enzyme when I would um, water through a little bit if sure. I felt I had nutrient buildup and stuff. You got the right idea, though, of going to do the flush and then coming back with the recharge and Magnifical sure. um, and then light newts. And then he wants to know about removing damage to taco leaves or burnt tips. And really removing that, it's not going to repair itself once the damage is done. I used to remove, get down to like, dude, this one petiole on this leaf. I don't like the way it looks like because it would bother me when I'd visit my garden. Right. Um, Leaving it on isn't going to hurt the plant. You know, a damaged leaf won't hurt the plant. It's still doing some type of photosynthesis probably to a certain degree. But visually, aesthetically, it kind of brings you down, you know. Right. And usually if you do take it off, if it's – yeah, at least in vegetative, uh, it'll replace itself or or one will will replace it, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Um, and regardless, uh, he, he went in here. Debbie Bowman says he's here's a little a few more details. Debbie Bowman, you he, need to get, get yourself a, uh, a camera. One of them camera phones that they got, man. They got them phones with the camera on them. And take a picture, man, because a picture is worth a thousand words. Now dude's going to say a thousand words. <laughs> no, no, no. We're good to go. I agree. Picture is worth a lot of words. and uh, But I just wanted to chime in on those tips, nice. especially with the damaged leaf material. Some people feel they have to remove it. A stressed plant, even the damaged leaf material should still be benefiting through some photosynthesis, unless you're removing leaves because they're infested with a bug. That's Yikes. a whole other thing. That is, yeah, that is another so, thing. All right, let's see here. This is a trash can water res. Okay. Done it. I know it. Natty. Natty Nugs. So he goes, hey, dude, Guru and Scotty, I'm prepping for my next grow, which will be using a hot soil system that only requires water. And he goes, the product is called Kind Soil. Interesting. Parts of built up, you know, pre-bought soil. Never tried it, but it looks idiot proof. Uh, Nothing is idiot proof. Um, Anyway, since the product says only use water pH with natural pH up and down crystals from earth juice. Those are the same ones I actually use. Right. I decided to make a res with a 45 gallon black trash can and pH all my water and start to start to make it easy. Then he said he threw in an AC vent filter on top of that trash can, kind of keep whatever out, but right. let it still breathe. Right. Um, a couple air stones. He just wants to know, uh, put it out in his garage. How long can this water just, you know, sit around? I've thought of this too. Like, is it going to go bad or water can definitely and- go bad pretty quickly. 
Oh, listen, I, all right, come on, come on tell it. me about it. What do you mean? Um, I mean, div- different, uh, depending on the level of aeration and especially where it's not even sealed in there, um, there could be some anaerobe bacterial populations building up. Huh. Uh, cause I definitely need light I'd, though. Right. Uh, well, no, that would be like algae. The, the algae would be, right. uh, would would need, would, would have to have light. The anaerobic bacteria can just grow in there or like even just biofilm biofilm grows it, on, the, in, in, okay. on the inside of uh like what in the inside of your drip lines too and there's no light getting into there but no i mean you wouldn't want to keep it like i wouldn't want to keep water sitting around for more than a week um, and temperature is temperature makes a big too. difference it's in a yeah. cool garage like if that water's really chill it'd right. probably be right i mean i've kept water for months definitely but there's no point in if you're not going to use that much water fairly quickly there's no point in not just having a smaller reservoir, like a 15-gallon reservoir. Yeah, yeah. I, know, uh, I agree. I, I do this. I will sometimes have a 10-day res where I'll be able to fill it up. I used to have uh, water back in the day when I would go do remote remote sites. I'd have 200-gallon and 300-gallon uh, tanks. That would last me at least a week, and I never had any problems. With well, yeah, it. no. It, it's once you get- I'm not disagreeing with well, you well, scientifically. Once you, it might be right. Once you get past that point, biofilm and stuff like that starts to become an issue. But it, it really, even then, it's not a huge issue. Hey, a little biofilm never hurt nobody. <laughs> First name is bio. It's organic. Hey, N8 underscore MI chimed in. It says, I've been doing some research on water storage. Mm-hmm. It says, make sure you got the right numbers. It seems like plastic container numbers one, two, and four work well. Um, and if you are doing that, you can get those 55-gallon blue barrels. Yep, you sure A can. lot of times, those are bitch to clean out from whatever was in there. You don't know what was in there. Like it's usually some type of food product. Well, you can get ones for food or you you can get ones that had toxic chemicals in there too. And the plastic does store a tiny, tiny bit of that, man, no matter how clean you try to get it. So get something that had like cooking oil in it or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. But this is great information. And Nate, am I excellent information with the, I always wonder what them plastic numbers are on the containers. You know, the one, two, and four is like what polypropylene and polyethylene and all that shit, you know, but getting one that's, that's meant to hold water would, you know, would be important. I would think. Definitely. But, uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. All right, man. So being that it's Monday, uh, this show was brought to you by Scotty Real Wake and Bake America. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty Real, we didn't give any love to any of our sponsors, man. I did forget to put all the sponsors in, didn't I? Yeah, that's all good, man. Got a case Tomorrow of the Mondays, bro. It's Tuesday, sir. All right, man. We can we can tell all the sponsors, man. We can say what's up to them all then, man. I'm just getting back into it today, dude. All right. All right. Well, let's do some shout outs. Put it in the bag, guys. And uh, we'll be back at ya. I do love some of these names, man. I got a shout out to Ice in Hell and Ernest Fiend. Scooby Doo and Dear Dabby. Yeah, Stink NYC and Old Timer 50. What's up? Lagonitas OG DGC and Aaron from Oregon. Oh, how about our boy Orr, Spectrum King Orr, and we Dick. Midwest China, how you doing? And grind time, oh yeah. Yeah, Aquafurious Soliloquies and Leonard Poole. Don't forget Trump Donald. Oh man. <laughs> all right, man, all right. All right, guys, keep it real, stay higher. I take her easy, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And with the boss man, sister, take a little break. 
Get weed. I ain't done nothing wrong. 